0: When I started Open Space, I 110% felt like a fraud.
1: You are listening to Hustle With Heart with your hosts, Dr. Andy and Dr. Jacinta. Are you a small business owner with big goals, but not into selling your soul, freedom and joy in exchange for success? If yes, you're in the right place. Stick with us and we will teach you the exact strategies and
0: tools we have used to successfully blend our work and family life with ease, all while growing an aligned seven-figure business and helping transform over
1: 5,000 clients' lives. Welcome to our inner circle, where nothing is off limits. It is time to align your business and heart. Let's dive in. Welcome to
0: episode four of the Hustle with Heart podcast, Overcoming Imposter Syndrome. In today's episode, we will be covering what imposter syndrome is and how it could be limiting your life and business, our favorite tips and tricks to giving imposter syndrome the flick, how to identify when your negative self talk is getting in the way of your growth. And a powerful exercise that will help you gain awareness of your shadow and heal your inner child so imposter syndrome no
1: longer sabotages your success. But before we start, make sure you hit that subscribe button for your chance to win a Zala crystal valued at over $300. Entries close 22nd of June 2021. I'm sure you can relate to the fact that being a business owner is essentially like going through the most intense personal development course ever with having to show up on social media, getting out there and sharing your knowledge and having criticism come at you. It can be quite stressful at times and imposter syndrome can be a real thing where you may have times in your business where you actually doubt your abilities and you feel a bit like a fraud and that you're not enough to share whatever it is that you're sharing.
0: Absolutely, when I started open space, I 110 percent felt like a fraud. I had been out in, in business for, for seven years. However, I still felt like the practitioners and the businesses that had been operating for longer um, were better than me and I felt like I had to go above and beyond for clients to um, be able to be successful which meant um, sacrificing my boundaries and in some instances actually being inauthentic with myself um, because I was trying to you know be be more so that's a really great example I think of of imposter syndrome
1: yeah and definitely when like I show up on social media quite a lot on my personal profile and you know here there and everywhere really and I think that social media is where imposter syndrome can show up quite evidently it's not easy to get out there and put your face to something is it and it's not easy to share knowledge and it can feel I know that we've even had conversations Angie where we've spoken about I'm not sure whether or not um I have the credentials to talk about what I'm talking about right now. I feel like we need to do another course or another program. And really, you as a business owner, you have a very unique skill set that most people don't know about. And I think that that's what is forgotten a lot of the times when we are in our business. People don't know what you know, and they deserve to know that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that Every single business owner, every single person on this planet um, is unique and from your upbringing, from your lessons that you have learnt in your life um, along the course of your life, um, that makes your perspective really valuable and so what you are going to present to your community, the people that you're serving um, is going to be different and actually received differently to somebody else who is coming from their own perspective. So think of it in that way. Um, There's never too many people in business.
1: And really by stepping into and sharing what's on your heart, you allow others to do the same and you become expanders for other people. When you're scared and you don't show up, then that means that you're doing a disservice for others because they may not have someone that they can look up to, to do the same. So really you're giving everyone, you're doing everyone a favor by doing that. And I think when it comes to overcoming imposter syndrome, it can be difficult. So I wanted to share with you some pretty clear action steps that you can take. The first one is sharing your fear with a friend or family member.
0: Yeah, so making sure that this person is somebody who loves and trusts and, you know, you trust. Um, So what you're going to share is going to be well received and you're going to be supported. When you speak something, then it doesn't hide in the shadows. And when something is not spoken about, and you're brewing with it internally then that is going to make it into something bigger than it actually is and uh, what's that saying Jay it's like um you know that that load shared is like a load halved yeah (laughs) (laughs) so share it with that loved person and it won't be it won't be such a heavy burden to carry
1: absolutely and then make it about the people that you serve. I think we can be so in our head about being fearful about sharing what we know and thinking about what's that person going to think that I, you know, that's that's following me on social media that I went to school with or you know, what's my client going to think? Whatever it may be. But really when you're thinking about your client, make it about them. It is important to share what you know with the people that are coming for you for that advice. And if you're holding back on that because of fear, then that's not fair for them, right? I know specific examples, even in practice as a chiropractor, where there's been clients where there's been something on my mind where I just feel like I need to tell them, you know, you really need to put your health first here because there's big problems coming for you down the track in five years if you don't. And in the past, there's been times where I felt like I couldn't really say that because, you know, who am I to say that? I'm a chiropractor. I'm not a GP, right? But they needed to hear that information. It was crucial. And those moments where I've really stepped up and thought, no, like I need to share this information with these people have been those pivotal points in their life where they've made a change.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So keep in mind the bigger picture so the people who you are serving um, and that will really be a beacon of light um, that will help you to get rid of all of that dark shadow Um, so that brings us on to our next point which is to uncover your shadow So for everyone who is new to shadow work, shadow is essentially the thing that holds us back. It keeps us small and stops us from believing in our own potential. It's essentially aspects of ourself that we have rejected through pain, shame, and programming over our lives. So for example, one of my shadows, um, personally, is um, feeling like um, a fool. So I don't want to be seen like a fool. So I do everything in my power to be professional and upstanding and looking smart, etc. Because, and not saying things out of turn and not being too loud because I don't want to be seen as the fool. Yet every single person in the world has every single aspect. Yes, sometimes I am a fool. Sometimes um, Jay's a fool.
1: I'm often a, lot a fool. Of the time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, the quicker that you learn that you actually have every single aspect within you, because um, as, a, as a human being, we are everything. And as soon as you learn to accept and love that aspect of yourself, then life is going to be so much easier for you to navigate. So we have a process that uh, we think is a really easy, simple way for you to identify your shadow and to help to process and work through it. So the first thing that you need to do is to ask yourself, how am I feeling about XYZ? So, for example, it might be, how am I feeling about setting up an, a new workshop. How am I feeling about creating this course, et cetera? And identify that emotion. Now, usually it'll be fear or self-doubt. And then ask yourself, what am I afraid of? So for example, for me, it'll be the fall. Um, your shadow, start a list because it'll be endless. Throughout your life, you'll find more aspects of yourself that are in shadow. Um, It might be afraid of being judged or being afraid of failing and then ask where did that come from? So what are other examples of you feeling this way in your life and go back to your childhood because Patterns repeat themselves throughout your life. So most often than not, you will find that this same feeling, this same emotion, this same dynamic was set up um, at specific examples throughout your your childhood and life.
1: And for some who may find that quite difficult, it may be worth even going a little bit deeper with, say, a kinesiologist or doing some sort of course to uncover more of that wounded child and shadow work. But I think what Andy just explained there is a very tangible process to go through when you're in that moment of fear and you still need to do the thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And that leads us to our last point, which is basically there has to become, has to come a point where you take the leap and you just do it. You just do it. So
0: an amazing, powerful exercise that um, both Jacinta and I have used to help with working through our shadow personally um, is mirror work. And we first came across this exercise when we were doing some work with Lacey Phillips and she has an amazing program called To Be Magnetic. So we can highly recommend um, checking that out if you're interested. So essentially to do this exercise... All of the shadows that you identified that um, are part of your shadow, what you need to do is stand in front of the mirror and actually say, I am and whatever that is, while looking at yourself in the mirror. So go deep, be creative and keep on going until that doesn't have a physical reaction in your body, until you don't have that charge. So for example, I will look at myself in the mirror and say, I am a fool. I am such a FN fool. I um, stuff up all the time. People think I'm ridiculous, etc. You keep them going until it doesn't have any power or hold over you. And then after that, When you have identified those earlier examples of when you felt those feelings in your childhood, in meditation or just sitting with your eyes closed, go back, take yourself back to those times, those instances and give your five-year-old self, your 15-year-old self what you actually needed in that moment. Whether it was validation, love, a hug, etc., have your present day self give that to your inner child um, in meditation.
1: And for some people it may be a little bit difficult and hard to really identify what that emotion may be. And this is where a professional like a kinesiologist or hypnotherapist or someone can come into play to really help there. But there has to come a point where you do just take the dive and and go for it. Because just like in a marriage, like all of your shit and childhood wounds come to the surface, it's the same in business. And I think that what has made us quite successful is that not only have we implemented the strategies and the techniques in business, but we've also traversed our internal worlds and really understood some of our own wounding and how that's showing up in self-sabotaging behaviors in business and helped to heal that so that we could grow quite quickly. And I think that's a point that we're really wanting to make here. And so when it comes to just doing it, there has to be that element of courage at one point. Just like when you jump in the ocean and it's really cold, it's like that one, two, three, go aspect. But it doesn't need to be big jumps all at one time. So Don't create so much anxiety for yourself. For example, if you are starting a workshop, you're feeling like a bit of an imposter, um, feeling like a bit of a fraud, and you're wanting to do a workshop, I wouldn't recommend jumping straight into, you know, 50 people for a workshop. What I would recommend, though, is maybe 5 to 10 intimate people in a place that you're comfortable with, like maybe if you have a... um, a business like in the business yourself or in a yoga studio that you often attend where you have some degree of a comfort level there and then you're flexing that muscle and slowly you get more and more confident and you start to get feedback that's positive and you trust yourself more and more until eventually you're doing that big scary thing that you never thought you were going to do.
0: Yeah, like anything in life, it's just training that muscle and um, getting it really strong. You have to actually just do it. So today's takeaways, share your fears with your trusted friends, speak it out aloud and don't let it hide and fester and grow in the shadows. Always make your work about the people that you serve and keep in mind that your work is bigger than you uncover your shadow and process it using the mirror exercise that we talked about and going back to those instances in your past where your inner child needs some healing and just do the thing just do that course do that workshop etc rip the band-aid off and start with logical small comfortable practical steps and then you'll just get better and better at it Um, everyone has to start somewhere and the longer that you wait the longer you're holding back your growth and your success
1: in our next episode we'll be covering all things a morning routine how to create your own unique routine for ultimate success and our favorite morning health hacks and more But before you go, remember to subscribe for your chance to win a Zala Crystal valued at over $300. Entries close 22nd of June 2021.